leaving that region, they traveled through Galilee. Jesus didn't want anyone to know he was there, for he wanted to spend more time with his disciples and teach them. He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of enemies. He will be killed, but three days later he will rise from the dead. They didn't understand what he was saying. And they were afraid to ask him what he meant. And after they arrived at Capernaum and settled in the house, Jesus asked his disciples, What were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer. Because what they'd been discussing was that they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down. He called the twelve disciples over to him and said, Whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Then... He put a little child among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my Father who sent me. Here ends our reading. Maybe seated. So first of all, I have to say, um, last week, uh, anybody who here, show of hands, who took part in sort of our, our 10 o'clock uh, service projects and stuff like that? Excellent. Thank you. I have to say, that was so energizing for me. My extroverted self was just overwhelmed with seeing so many folks doing good things and spending time together. And I was just overjoyed. I have to tell you, um, there were families who were taking part in some of the stuff. We're getting into our fall schedule. I got to see some people together I hadn't seen together before. And I was just like, <laughs> that might have been the snow cone, too. I had a snow cone. I was, I was energized. Um, but, yeah, I'm just so grateful. Thank you to everybody who participated in that, in this beautiful expression of being the church together. Um, I loved it. Um, then, then today we get this story about the disciples talking about which one of them is the best, the greatest disciple. Talk about who's the best. And Jesus just swoops in with a little child and goes, this is your priority. This is it. Not who's best, not who does most, not who's the most attentive to my sermons, who asks the right questions. It's not about who sits in the front row. This is your priority. This is your focus. And if that would be our message today, folks, the Spirit is at work. Because what's today's start but our 10 o'clock hour of Kids Connect? Our fall programming's kicking back off. We're going to have kids together. We're going to be welcoming children into our midst. It's that, that Spirit stuff, folks. I didn't pick this lesson for today. You're like, well, of course it does. You picked it. No, I didn't. This was picked a long time ago. We're just very fortunate. The Spirit's like, oh, don't worry, I got this. Spirit did this. And in the midst of it, we hear it. So get that measuring, that comparison, that arguing. Jesus is saying, welcome a child, and you are welcoming God into your midst. I loved this. I will admit, it's children and dogs. They match my energy level, and I love seeing them. They've got that optimism. They get outside. Their tails start wagging. Watch. Kids do it too. They're like, oh man, so excited. I love that energy. We are so lucky at Good Shepherd to have children in our midst. We're so lucky at Good Shepherd that we have prioritized a care for children. Hang a left as you leave and you will see our preschool and 
ask the Monday morning work crew about the projects they work on. It is every week they talk about how we can make this place better suited to care for children, to make space for kids to connect. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. Now, um, I got hung up, though, this week on a word. I know that caring for children is a passion of Good Shepherd, but I was hung up on this word today where Jesus says, when you welcome a child. When you welcome. I get hung up on that because I know kids are a big part of how we organize things around here. Um, but I think there's something else that Jesus is talking about and talk about welcoming children. See, we have provided space. We have offered resources. We have staffing because of your generosity to make sure we have people dedicated to the work of caring for kids. That's good, undeniably. But that's organizational welcome versus a sort of personal welcome. Because Jesus is talking to the disciples, right? He wanted to teach them. He wanted to talk to them. So he's having a conversation about this personal welcome they must offer to these children. And organizational welcome, I think you're pretty familiar with if you've ever been to a restaurant. Show of hands, you've been to a restaurant, yes? Okay, good, perfect. So, when you get to a restaurant, you are welcomed. And how do they do that? Hey, so glad you're here. How many are going to be eating here tonight? You're like, well, it's this many. They go, great news, we have a table with just as many chairs as you have people. Come on around, we're going to take you there. If you've got little kids, i got crayons for them too. I've even got a special menu full of things that they'll like, I, I assume. Um, lots of kids like this stuff. Also, I'm going to head off now, hope everything's great. Now a next staff person is going to show up, and they're going to talk to you about what we offer here, what we got for you. And you get that, they come, they bring you silverware, they give you all the resources you need to have a great meal. They pop in and out, checking on you, making sure everything's going perfectly. And then when you're all done and ready to go, so good to see you. Thanks for coming out, folks. Beautiful, organizational welcome. That's great. That's, that's all right. But is it personal? Because I ask that because could you imagine if you went to dinner at someone's house and you were treated this way? Think about it. You walk in, you knock on your friend's door, and they open the door. They go, great, how good to see you. How many of there are you? Just us. Great, I have a table just for you two. You sit by yourself. <laughs> they go, don't worry. I'm going now to go watch the door. Someone else is going to come here and tell you what's for dinner, and you can pick your stuff. You go, oh, okay. They never talk to you about, like, hey, how are you? How's the new job? You know, they're not... How weird would that be if someone did that to you? And then when you were done, it was free to exit on your own. Just depart. So you can leave some money if you'd like. That costs money. Um, it's weird. It's just bizarre. However, I worry that sometimes in a great big loving church, any large organization that has to deal with invitation and welcome and providing resources, they often ask this question, who is our audience? Who are our people? What do we want here? And I wonder, after reading today's lesson, Good Shepherd, a place we would call a spiritual home. I wonder, when we ask, who are we inviting? How many of us would say, oh, our targeted audience? It's five-year-olds. Probably not. How about uh, orphans? Widows? homeless, addicts. 
I don't know. And when the disciples are pondering, well, how do we do this great? How are we going to be great disciples? Certainly they're discussing things like faithfulness, um, obedience to Jesus' teaching. They're probably all talking about the things they're really good at. Oh, me, I'm a really good preacher. Oh, me, I ask the best questions. Oh, me, I am really good at healing. But I would say, what about us? What about Good Shepherd Lutheran Church? All of us, individually even. If we were to ask ourselves, what makes Good Shepherd great, what would we consider? What do we do in welcoming the way that Jesus welcomes? Do we serve the least of these? I would argue, yes, we have great ways of doing this. Again, what we do is really impressive. But maybe you say to yourself, yes, we are really good at this, but maybe we're not so good at that. Or maybe individually you say, you know, I'm a good disciple. I'm maybe not be so good at teaching kids or working with kids. That's a bit of a bridge too far. But I am, I do have gifts in other places. In fact, you have a great talent for organizing adults, teaching adults, great at other things. Actually, I'm the greatest at it, you might say to yourself. And that's the way that I'm going to serve the stranger. Jesus interrupts that thought. Nope. Before you go into who, how, what's your best, strongest suit, before you go into who's the best, how are you going to do this well, what way are you going to do to optimize your talents, Jesus snaps them back into focus with a child and says, welcome them. In the midst of all this comparison, judging, determining what we're best at, this is it. So at Good Shepherd, we have resources, staffing, welcoming the children. Is it really, though, about being the greatest possible teacher? Because I'll say, it isn't about being the greatest with kids. Because I'll say, kids are like my primary audience. I feel like that's my crew. They find this big, sweaty, moving face very funny. But that's not enough. That can't be all it is. It just can't be not about being the best at any one of those things. It's about being present. It's about, in children's case, letting them know that they have your full attention. Their concerns are in your head as well. See, in the light of this little message from Jesus, his action of placing a child in their midst, Jesus is saying, the answer to your question of how to be the greatest disciple, who is the best disciple, can likely only be answered by the most vulnerable among you. Because, in truth, Jesus is way too big of a deal to determine who is the greatest disciple. All the disciples are jockeying for his attention, jockeying for his approval. He's too honorable. But he's saying, in all that, consider this is your target audience. This is your responsibility. What does it look like to welcome, in Jesus' name, the children, the vulnerable, the afflicted? Is it um, directing them to their seats? Or is it about talking to them? It's about seeing how they're doing. Is it informing them about their place, their role in worship, or letting them know that worship is for them? And extending the relationship beyond an exchange in between services. See, the child put in front of them is not necessarily an orphan or ill or the poorest child in town. It's just the child in their midst, a 
they didn't notice when considering how good they are at other things. Thankfully, we know children are here, and we love seeing children. Seeing them, planning, making room. I say let's do one better. Let's welcome children. Let's see them and also talk to them. Know them, not just direct them to our menu of resources. But welcome them, serve them. Here is actually a practical something you can try today. Are you ready? Here it is. Practical. Try addressing a child first when they show up with their food. Give it a whirl. It's so funny. The kids always look terribly surprised that some grown-up is talking to them and not talking about them. Full disclosure, I love when people talk about my kids. But they like being told, hey, I'm glad you're here. Mary Naylor around here, she's a pro at this. She spots those kids. You're, you get greeted first if you're a little one. It's beautiful. Because that's what disciples do. Disciples see people as people. Little people are still whole people. And after last week's God's Work Our Hands Rally Day activities, folks, we know we have an embarrassment of gifts and resources available for us. We got it for days. But this day starts Kids Connect of seeing ourselves beyond just the ability to be good and generous and offer resources or faithful worship attendance, but disciples. Today starts a day where Jesus has put children in our midst and has said, welcome them. How are we going to do that? How are we going to see them? Care for them? Serve them? Because if you're wondering how you might do that, great news. Jen Jarman and myself have so many opportunities for you. And it ain't about being the greatest. Not at all. It's about seeing them. It's about that time. It's about that space. It's about that attention. And I tell you, you will not regret it. Better than that, you'll do great. Maybe not the greatest, but I'll say this. It will be 